Welcome to the Evolve with EdTech podcast. In this podcast, we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you incorporate new and engaging educational technology into your classroom, to help you evolve the creativity, communication, and technological abilities of your students, colleagues, and school community. So sit back and welcome your host and Evolve EdTech creator, Tristan Heron. Welcome to the Evolve with EdTech podcast. In this podcast, we share tips, tricks, and tools to help you incorporate new and engaging educational technology into your classroom, to help you evolve the creativity, communication, and technological abilities of your students, colleagues, and school community. So sit back and welcome your host and Evolve EdTech creator, Tristan Heron. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the new Evolve with EdTech podcast from Evolve EdTech. My name is Tristan Heron, and I am the founder of Evolve EdTech and your host of the Evolve with EdTech podcast. We are so excited that you are joining us today for our inaugural episode. And in today's episode, we're going to take you through 15 ways that you can use Google Slides with your students. Yes, Google Slides is an application that you can use to do more than just present slides to students or colleagues. It has far greater potential, and we're going to explore some of these options in today's episode. So let's get started and explore 15 ways to use Google Slides in your classroom. So let's get started with the show today. Google Slides is one of the most versatile applications in the Google Workspace universe. And it actually been a mainstay of my teaching for many, many years now. I will have a Google Slides presentation ready for most of my lessons, and it's the application of choice that I select if I need to create or present something to my colleagues or my school community. Today, we're going to have a look at just 15 ways that you can use Google Slides and spoiler, they aren't all just about presenting content to students in a presentation. There are many other ways that you can use Google Slides. So let's uncover some exciting ways that we can use Google Slides in our classroom today. Idea number one, presentations. Yes, it's the most obvious. We can use Google Slides to create and deliver presentations on various topics. It is a mainstay of the teaching universe. It's a very versatile Swiss Army knife where you can do a lot with it. There's a lot of things that you can do with your presentations to make them visually appealing, interesting, and engaging for your students, colleagues, and school community. Let's go and have a look at the second idea that we're going to explore today, which is interactive lessons. So over the past few years, we've all been involved with a global pandemic, COVID-19, which has really changed the way that we've approached the way that we present and deliver lessons. And with Google Slides, you can create interactive lessons. This is where teachers can create interactive lessons using Google Slides that allow students to participate and engage with the material. We might provide them with videos. We might provide them with options to connect with other apps like Flip, 
or maybe book creator or something like that so that we can embed those interactive elements. We might include the ability to be collaborative. We may have links to forms or other docs. There's so many ways that we can create interactive lessons with Google Slides. That leads us across to idea number three, collaborative projects. Students can work together with Google Slides on group projects by creating and editing Google Slides presentations in real time. Google Slides is a fantastic tool to use if you are looking to create these collaborative type projects in your classroom. One way that I have done something like this before is by having a look, I had a, a, a year 11 English studies class down here in New South Wales, Australia. And we were doing a topic called My Tunes, which is looking at music. So we were researching various different times, uh, time periods of music and decades. So what I did is I created a template, which was duplicated. And then I provided and allocated each student with one decade and I made it very clear which template they were going to work on. I included their names. I also included their photos. So it was very clear for the students, but they were all able to collaborate on this document and be part of the creation of this decade study when it came to looking at various decades of music. So rather than just asking them to duplicate or make a copy of the presentation, we were all working collaboratively together. Idea number four, storytelling. Google Slides can be used to create digital stories, allowing your students to create and practice their narrative skills and creativity. Another fantastic collaborative project, your students can create virtual picture books that they might be creating for a specific group. They might be doing something to summarize or create a textbook. There are so many different ways to visually represent and create storytelling through Google Slides. And it's a really fantastic, simple tool that all of our students can access. There are so many design elements that need to be considered, as well as thinking about how we're going to present this information how are we going to use our narrative skills? How are we going to use our creativity to create a story or some kind of text that can be accessed by other people? This leads us on to idea number five, digital portfolios. Students can create digital portfolios with Google Slides to showcase their work and achievements throughout the school year. This is a really simple way to create a digital portfolio, especially if it's something that you are new to. One way that you could do this is you could ask your students to take photographs, they could write reflections, they can even include links or videos to various pieces of work that they have created throughout the year. It's a really simple way for your students to create a digital portfolio that's not gonna to be too onerous or time consuming on you and the students, and it's something that you can look at, that you can create together with that collaborative aspect in your classroom. You can then share those digital portfolios with parents, or you can show other students, obviously with permission, and you can have an exploration at what you have achieved with your students throughout the year. So there already, we have five fantastic ways that we could use Google Slides for, you know, almost 
four or five other ways other than just a presentation in front of the class. Google Slides is so versatile that there are so many things that you can do with it. And in a few moments, we're gonna have a look at another five ways that we can use Google Slides in our classroom. Are you looking for some more bite-sized ed tech tips, tricks, and tools? Well, I have a suggestion for you, and that is to make sure that you check out the EdTech Shortcut Podcast with me, Tristan Herod. That's right, I am the host of two EdTech-related podcasts that are perfect for you. These micro-podcast episodes are available every Tuesday and Thursday. So why don't you head over to the Evolve EdTech website to access the EdTech Shortcut podcast or search for the show wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can also now listen to the EdTech Shortcut podcast on YouTube simply by heading to the Evolve EdTech YouTube channel. So make sure you check out the Evolve EdTech YouTube channel and check out the EdTech Shortcut podcast with me to gain some more bite-sized tip tricks and tools. Well, so far in today's episode, we've explored five ways that you could use Google Slides in the classroom. So let's go and have a look at another five fantastic ways that you can incorporate this really great tool into your room. Idea number six, have you ever thought about using Google Slides as your classroom newsletter? Teachers can create classroom newsletters using Google Slides, which can be easily shared with students and parents. You can embed them, you can send links, okay, you can make it read-only. There's a whole range of things that you can do. You can include images, you can include videos, text, student work samples. Google Slides make fantastic newsletter templates and they're really accessible for our students and our parents and school communities to access to see what's happening in your classroom. Idea number seven, visual aids. Visual aids are an essential part of our classrooms and Google Slides can help you create those. So you can create visual aids for your lessons, lectures, discussions. You can make complex concepts easier to understand. This is what I'm saying with Google Slides. It doesn't have to be all about presentations. Google Slides is virtually endless. You can do so many things with them. So instead of making your posters in Google Docs or some other application, have you ever thought about making them and creating them in Google Slides. Even getting your students to be part of that process would be a fantastic way to increase that collaboration between yourself and your students. So using Google Slides to create visual aids is a really fantastic way to utilize this tool so that we're not just using it for presentations. Moving on to idea number eight, student-led conferences. This links in really nicely to our online portfolios that we were talking about earlier today. So with student-led conferences, students can create presentations using Google Slides to lead their own parent-teacher conferences, showcasing their learning progress and achievements. It also allows them to not only show their learning throughout the year, but also their technological skills. Those 21st century skills that are gonna become even more prevalent in our society as we move forward with technology. We've already started to see it with things like AI, ChatGPT, BARD, etc. So 
having our students be able to present their own learning to their parents or carers in one way using something like Google Slides is a fantastic way to develop a whole range of lifelong skills. Let's move on to idea number nine, learning centers. With learning centers, teachers can create learning centers that use Google Slides and allow students to work independently on various tasks. You could set up a template which students are able to be um, to access, they might access it through Google Classroom, or you might uh, force them to grab something through their emails. And you could have a variety of independent activities that certain work groups are completing, whilst you might be working with other students throughout the classroom. You could create a whole range of learning centers focused on specific activities, including a range of media, including links, including images, audio, text, etc., that your students can use to access the lesson content and information to develop their skills in whatever you're exploring in your classroom. And that leads us on to idea number 10, exit tickets. Exit tickets are a fantastic way to assess students' understanding and also provide you with a little bit of informal feedback. And you can use Google Slides to create exit tickets to create really engaging exit tickets that can assess your students' understanding and provide you with really valuable feedback. You might provide them with a template. They might be a collaborative exit ticket where they're using things like sticky notes or creating something. There's so many things that you can do with Google Slides to create exit tickets, all right? A simple way to see what your students have learned as well as getting that invaluable feedback that sometimes your students are a little bit unsure if they can provide to you, or sometimes it's the feedback that we need to see. No, maybe that concept needs to be revisited in a future lesson, or they, you know, maybe they did get that concept and I was going to explore it further next time, but I probably won't now because according to my exit tickets, the majority of my students are aware of how to write a thesis statement for an essay or how to use topic sentences or how to use specific formulas in maths, etc. So exit tickets, another really simple way to use Google Slides for something other than a presentation. So there we have it. There's another five fantastic simple ways to use Google Slides in the classroom. Google Slides is not just all about presentations. Google Slides is versatile. If you haven't gathered that theme yet, Google Slides is a versatile tool from Google Workspace. So make sure that you are exploring all of the different ways that you can use that in your classroom today. Each episode, we are also going to feature a brand new or useful Chrome extension website or EdTech resource that you could also use in your classroom. And today I'd like to talk to you and explore the Kami Chrome extension. So Kami is a powerful Chrome extension for classroom teachers. With Kami, you can revolutionize the way you interact with digital documents. You can use Kami to annotate PDFs, highlight important information, and add comments directly onto the page. You can also create interactive assignments, provide instant feedback, and facilitate collaboration amongst your students with Kami. This versatile extension supports various file formats and seamlessly integrates 
into Google Drive and Google Classroom, which is fantastic. So save time, enhance your productivity and create an engaging learning experience with Kami. So try Kami today, okay, and discover the possibilities that you will find by using this amazing classroom resource. Your classroom will never be the same again by heading over and trying Kami. Head over and go and explore Kami and see what you can do with Kami and the Kami Chrome extension in your classroom. Well, we are on the home stretch now with our last five ideas exploring the potential use of Google Slides in your classroom for more than just presentations, which is a theme that has been recurring throughout this episode. So let's head over and check out our last five ideas to finish up the first episode of the Evolve with EdTech podcast. Idea number 11, virtual field trips or excursions. So teachers can create virtual field trips using Google Slides, allowing students to explore new places and cultures. So I don't know if other places in, around the world are experiencing what we are here in Australia at the moment, but we have a significant teacher shortage. So we actually don't have the capacity to be taking students out on field trips or excursions to be completing and exploring a range of different places. Some of our syllabuses and some of our subjects require site studies. They require excursions and explorations. In lieu of that, we can create some virtual field trips and excursions using Google Slides. We can include images, we can include videos, we can include connections to other resources that our students can use to mimic and create these virtual field trips in lieu of actually going out there and exploring themselves due to you know, various factors that are currently occurring in the world. So you could use Google Slides to create these virtual field trips or excursions, as well as embedding a whole range of activities for your students to complete, to demonstrate their learning as they are completing and moving through these virtual field trips or excursions. So let's move on to idea number 12, mind maps. Mind maps are a fantastic tool to use in the classroom. And with Google Slides, you can create mind maps to help your students organize their thoughts and ideas. There are so many different elements and functions that you could use to create mind maps with Google Slides. You could also use a third party website to create a mind map, download it as a PNG and upload this into a collaborative Google Slides document where students are able to present their thoughts or feelings on a topic to use as a summary to create a study aid or visual resource. So you could use Google Slides as a repository to keep all of this together, as well as getting students to be collaborative and create their own mind maps within your lessons and classrooms. So let's head over to idea number 13, vocabulary practice. An essential part of everyday life is having a suite of vocabulary that we can use in whatever particular content or content context or situation that we are faced with. So teachers can use Google Slides to create vocabulary practice activities, such as matching games and flashcards. Another really great benefit with Google Slides is that you are not just constricted to the white space or the canvas of the slide. There is a whole area around, which is the gray area, that you can use to store a whole range of other 
elements, including matching terms or flashcards, okay, you can get students to manipulate these on their own devices to develop their vocabulary. A really great way for new learners, okay, for people that maybe have a second or third language and they're coming in maybe great for um, a language classroom when we're looking at learning a different language, okay, lots of things that you can do to develop vocabulary in our students using Google Slides. All right, we are just two away from our 15 ways to use Google Slides in our classroom. Number 14, formative assessments. Yes, Google Slides can be used to create formative assessments such as quizzes and surveys, and that you can provide feedback to students' understanding on their material. Yes, there are some pros and cons of using Google Slides to create quizzes and surveys. It's not going to be something that may be self-marking like Google Forms, but it's a nice simple way to get an analysis to get an idea of what your students know and what they need to work on. So you might use it for a formative assessment. You might use it as a way to assess your students, okay, to see what they are doing, what they are achieving, okay. It's a fantastic tool, all right, and it's not something that you should just forget about, okay. When it comes to assessment, there is a lot of things that you can identify with Google Slides to assess your students' understanding of whatever they've been learning. All right, this takes us to our very last idea, which is number 15, and that is reflections. So students can use Google Slides to reflect on their learning and set goals for the future. And this links in very nicely to our student-land conferences, our online portfolios, where students might be able to include these reflections. You might have regular reflections, you might have a template that students use. It might just be freehand. It might include videos or uh, photographs or other elements to create these reflections. Reflecting on ourselves and our learning journey is an essential part of being a learner. All right. I'm always reflecting here as the, um, the founder of Evolve EdTech. I'm looking at what I can do to make my business better, also supporting teachers when it comes to implementing EdTech into the classroom. So reflecting and using Google Slides to reflect on their learning is a fantastic tool that I highly encourage you to incorporate in some way or another. Well, that is the 15 ideas, okay? Google Slides is much more versatile than just being a presentation tool. There are so many other things that you can do with this fantastic tool in your classroom. Well, there we are today. We've just explored 15 ways that you can use Google Slides in your classroom. 15 different ways that aren't all necessarily presentation-based ways that we can use this amazing tool. Google Slides is so versatile and flexible that it can be easily adapted and used in so many other different ways and for different purposes. So don't be constrained by the notion that it's a presentation tool. It's basically limitless, all right? It's only constrained by your imagination and your possibilities. If you'd like to do something with Google Slides, you probably can. So go out there and have a go and see what you can do with this really amazing tool. Well, let us know how you use Google Slides by connecting with us here at Evolve EdTech on Twitter. To follow us on Twitter, just search for us at uh, 
Evolve EdTech AU. That is our handle, Evolve EdTech AU. We're also on Facebook and Instagram, and don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel where we would love to be able to continue to bring you really great resources, videos, tutorials to help you with your EdTech journey. Well, that brings us to the end of episode one of the Evolve with EdTech podcast. This is, podcast has been a long time in the making, and we are so proud that we've finally been able to create this podcast for you. I'm only a little person down here in Australia. My goal and aim is to provide you with tips, tricks, and tools to help you with EdTech. I want to help you incorporate EdTech, develop your confidence, develop our students' capacity, and increase the engagement of our students in their learning processes. So thank you so much for joining us today. I am so humbled and valued for your feedback and for your support. So make sure that you engage with us on our socials. Make sure that you become part of the Evolved EdTech community. Make sure you head over to our website, www.evolvedtech.com, and check out what we have to offer. It's a growing community. It is something that's not going to happen overnight, but I'm going to continue to work on this because my aim and my goal is to support educators here in Australia and around the world with EdTech. So thank you so much for joining us for episode one of the Evolve with EdTech podcast. Well, make sure you continue to join us when we release new episodes. And until next time, stay safe and don't forget to keep innovating with EdTech in your classroom. I'm Tristan. Stay safe. I'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Evolve with EdTech podcast with your host, Tristan Herring. If you loved this episode, please rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to our podcast to help others find it. Once again, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you again in the next episode of the Evolve with EdTech podcast. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Evolve with EdTech podcast with your host, Tristan Herring. If you loved this episode, please rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to our podcast to help others find it. Once again, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you again in the next episode of the Evolve with EdTech podcast.